Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. So for all those who have joined us, you probably missed what we already said. We said we are actually recording a little bit of our podcast right now on this session of the virtual getaway with you guys tonight. So we wanted to do something a little bit different to try something a little bit different. And we appreciate you guys investing your time with the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee and the virtual getaway session. Yeah. So we're going to do two time, two things at one time. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. So you guys are going to hear the music. And today's episode, our session together is going to be about I am more than enough because that's so important that you know that. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, we always open up in prayer. Which we already did. Yes, we already did. Even before we, when we're not on recording, we always open in prayer because we realize that if God is not with us, if he doesn't empower us with his spirit, it's just going to be us. And so we always ask God. Let his spirit come in and let him be the guide So This episode is going to be excerpt from the book. And I think a part of what we don't realize, we talked last week, we talked last week about what is love and how do you know if you're in love? And so this week we are going to talk about I am more than enough. Because one of the things I kind of mentioned vaguely was that we have to, in order to be able to feel love, we have to first love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that God really spoke to our heart really early is that because I think sometimes people have this misconception that getting married is the answer to all of your problems. And I think it's important for us to understand that marriage is something that we get to do. Marriage is two people who have a relationship with God and know who they are. They come together to serve. Marriage is not where you go to get your needs met. And so a part of what God gave us through the book part project was understanding the enoughness of God. And so we have it on our cups. It says, I am more than enough. And so I think it's important that we know what that means. And what that means is that our identity has to come from our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It can't come from what we wear, what we drive. It can't, from, can't come from the things that we own or that we are stewards of. It has to come from our identity in Christ. And so when we have our identity in Christ, we realize that we are enough. Yes. And most of the time you think about the, the just the statement of being enough, It's not so much you thinking about just yourself. You actually have to think about not only yourself, but the others that you are in relationship with. Because the more confident you are about your relationship with yourself, the more confident you're going to be in the relationship with your and with other people. You know, a lot of times when you first start out dating, we all have those insecurities of am I enough for this person? It could be from the butterflies in the stomach. And when you first get that first date and you want to do everything 100% correctly. But and guess what? Not. And you're probably not going <laughs> to be correct in everything that you yeah. actually do. Um, so that's something that you have to think about from the from the very beginning in your relationships to think about. I am enough for whoever I'm in relationship with. It co- doesn't come from even if you don't feel it from the very beginning. It's something that you would grow into as you're in relationships with other people. And I think a part of it, you know, is the I know knowing you're enough. And I think one of the things that COVID has really done is that it's forced us because we are a society that we we normally uh, we normally like 
we like to go, we like to buy, we like to eat, and we like to play. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that COVID has kind of done for us is that it's forced us to stay at home, to say, to fast, and to work. And so all the things, all the activities that normally would keep you from really examining yourself and doing a heart check have been taken away from us. And so I think that a lot of couples, a lot of people are really struggling with, well, am I enough? You know, and another part of that also is knowing you have enough, because I think a big part of it, and I think about when we were younger, you think about, I remember one time we were having a conversation and you said, oh, I used to do that when I was empty. And I think that some of the things that we buy, some of the things that we try to drive, some of the things that we feel that we have to have is because we're trying to put value on ourselves from an external perspective rather than it being from our relationship with God. And I know for me, because I grew up in Detroit, I grew up with a lot of things. I thought that if I bought a certain kind of purse or I bought a certain kind of car hat or drove a certain kind of car, it would make me feel valuable. But at the end of the day, our value has to come from the things that don't matter, the right. things we can't buy, the things we can't afford. And that's the relationships, our relationship with each other, our relationship with our family, our relationship with our friends and our relationship with God. And so when you think of being enough from those things, those are unshakable. You they know? should be, yeah. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is also, you know, not just knowing you are enough, it's also knowing when to say enough is enough. Because I think a big thing sometimes in relationships, we feel like we always have to say yes. We always have to be giving. We always have to be being sacrificial. But it's really more about understanding that we have to learn how to serve God and serve each other. And so I think that sometimes when people are single or thinking about getting married, they think, that okay, well, the answer to my problem is if I get married or the answer to my problem is if I have a baby or the answer to my problem is if I get this or if I get that. But at the end of the day, all of those things still leave us feeling empty or unfulfilled. And so there's this constant pursuit for more and more and more. And so I think that when you know you are enough, you realize that you had enough and you also not to say no to people. You know how to set healthy boundaries. And I talked about it before. A boundary is something that swings inward. Mm-hmm. It's about controlling us. It's not about controlling other people. And so you think about in our relationship, what was your aha moment when you really realized? Because we'd always talk about that. Well, how do you know? We talk about the long journey. What was the aha moment for you when you realized that you were enough? I would probably have to say it was when in our early in our relationship, I think we had we got to a point where I felt like I was responsible for everything as it pertains to making you feel validated, making you feel accepted, making you feel encouraged, building self-esteem and those things. And then, but some of that was transferred back to me mm-hmm. to where I was, I meant more to you than I should have meant to myself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, so when I think it was kind of twofold, you actually had a point where you started to be more confident in who you were. It felt like it took a little bit of weight off of me and as far as a uncommunicated expectation maybe to where I felt like I can actually be as good as I can be for you without feeling like I have to be good for me and for you. Right. So it wasn't so much a aha moment as one that happens over time. I can't say it was just this one instance or this one uh, situation that made me go, yes, that was it. Right. It wasn't. It was something that I think developed in our relationship to where I got more confident in our relationship, which you should naturally do and grow into. Because as you think about the normal maturation of a relationship, 
you're learning things about each other constantly from the very beginning, or you at least should be. Yeah, you, should be. you know, we talked about that before a couple of weeks ago about your values and your character and things that you have in common. But those things are what I think starts it out, starts out in your mm-hmm. relationship. But as you grow in your relationship, not only um, with another person, but you should grow in your relationship to becoming more understanding of who you are. Mm-hmm. And what you bring, the value you bring. Right. So as I understood, not only just you. So to answer your question, it wasn't so much an aha moment as much as I think as much as it was one of development of our relationship and me feeling like I can be who I am and it will be OK. And sometimes you can have those feelings like, especially when, because you want to put your best foot forward in the beginning of a relationship to show the best parts of yourself. But if you have exhausted that really quick, then you're think I think you will become less comfortable in the relationship to the point where you start overcompensating for things that are really not you. Right. And I think one of the things that I can say when I think about, because, you know, we've been married, we got married so young. You know, we were talking about how do you know when you're in love? I think it's important that we understand that love and the post that we put up, it shows a guy with um, a heart. It's a social media post mm-hmm. and it shows no no hearts. I think that we live in a society where we have made love about external approval and what people think. And one of the things I was talking to, um, one of my, I was talking to my sister and I was explaining to her, I said, it's not what other people think about you that makes you valuable. Mm-hmm. It's not what other people say about you. It should not have more value and it shouldn't carry more weight than what you say about you. Because one of the things I remember when we first got married, I remember coming home and I remember one of the, my friends, him asking me, okay, so you're married now that you feel complete. Mm-hmm. And I remember at 21 thinking, um, a person can't complete you. I, I didn't get married to Gil for him to complete me. I got married to Gil because I found someone that we shared the same. And I mean, I didn't know that at the time, but I looking back on it now, I found someone that we share the same values. We we have the same goals. We, mm. we have the same affection for one another. It's mutual. That's why you get married. I, I think that unfortunately, and one of the things we talk about in the book is that you don't get married to get your needs met. Right. You get saved for that. You get married to learn the highest level of serving to the point where it's about being selfless. But before you can be selfless, you have to be full of who you are in Christ and know that you are just by yourself. If you never get married or if you're divorced or if you, um, if you've had, if you're a widow, what makes you valuable when God sees you? Cause my favorite scripture in the whole wide Bible and the whole wide world is Romans 5 8, while we were yet still in seeing Jesus die for us. And so for me, that was the unconditional, perfect love that I needed to understand that it's not what I do. If I never read my Bible again, if I never pay another tithe, if I never speak in tongues, if I never go to church again, God loves me completely at the point of salvation. And so that love gives you a sense of identity that all you can do when you get into a relationship with other people, you add value to them. Right. And so that's what we're supposed to be doing. And you think about the scripture you just used. That was so important because that is the epitome of knowing that you are enough. Mm -hmm. Because if you feel if you know you are enough and Christ went to the cross for us and died for us, that means we meet the needs of everybody else around us. We are good enough in that capacity. Because it's not us giving them us. We're giving them Christ. It's just like if you have. We're like a big empty bowl and we go every day and God fills us to overflowing. So what we're getting people is Christ through us, mm-hmm. but it's not us. 
And that's how you end up not being empty or burnt out or feeling like uh, when you hear women say, well, I feel so unappreciated. Well, you're giving people you. When you feel, when you're giving people Christ, you know it's not yours. Right. So therefore you can pour into them freely because he's pouring into you and then you're pouring into them. Because you think about in your relationship, you want to, and I mentioned it already, give the best parts of yourself mm-hmm. to the people that you're in relationship with. Right. And that should be our goal. But we also have to know that we are not perfect and we have shortcomings and we have things that are going to be challenging to be not only in relationship with us, but we are going to have to help our partners and our marriages and our spouses and significant others be in relationship with us. I know it sounds crazy that you have to be understanding that I have shortcomings and I am, as we say, under construction. We always say I am weak. (laughs) Yeah. I'm under construction and I have things that I need to work on. If I have to, help allow you to be able to help me get better at who I am as a person as well. Because if you think, I think sometimes in a relationship that you start out with, you can get so defensive that you think this person, every time they bring something up to you, just like we we shared last week, I think just in a, in a conversation that we were just on our walk. And I said, sometimes when I, early in our relationship, I felt like I was broke (laughs) because I got told so many times things that I needed to work on, things that I needed to do, things that I need to get better at to the point where it was starting to bother me. And it wasn't that you were criticizing me. It was our desire to want to get better and want the people that we're in relationships to get better. Right. But and until I took that non-defensive position and just said, you know what, let me at least listen to what she has to say. And, and more than likely, nobody's going to bring something to you that you are going to be 100% shocked by. You shouldn't say, oh my God, I never knew I did that. (laughs) More than likely, you probably had an inkling or a little sense that I'm a difficult person in this particular area. Or, and when somebody brings it to you, you're like, ah, that's not me. Then that's a difficulty too. Because then (laughs) that means you probably (laughs) think I don't have anything wrong with me. And I have to be honest. And we do this on the show where I, I thought I had, very little shortcomings in the beginning of our, our marriage. That's okay. I, I felt like, oh, I'm not broke. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think that's just you, babe. I think that historically men think and women feel. Right. So I think that men don't allow themselves to get in touch with the areas that are hurt. Right. Because that requires that you let your guard down. And yes. so I don't think that it's just you. I think that women are more likely to think that everything is wrong with us and men are more likely to think that nothing is wrong with them. And so I think that together you really discover the reality of your frailties. Right. It's, it should be an exchange. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of being in relationship with other people because not only just our spouse, but people who are our closest friends and confidants and, mm-hmm. and those things that they're going to tell you things about you that you shouldn't necessarily automatically reject and say, oh, you're crazy. That's not me. You're just hating or whatever you want to call it. But be willing to say, you know what? This person is in my life for a reason. So therefore, I'm at least going to give them some benefit of the doubt and listen to what is being said to say, okay, maybe this is an area that I do need to work on. And if not, you're going to find that you're going to be very challenged in your relationships. And, and another things. thing about when you're, when you, when you take that position, when you can't accept any type of exchange, 
then you end up by yourself. Right. Because a part of growth, a part of even with God, you know, God makes us aware of who we are in him. He shows us who we are. And then we have to make a decision because he says, I place before you life and death, blessings and curses. So can we give you answer? Choose life. Right. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we have to choose. And so I think that when we realize that we are more than enough in Christ Jesus, it makes us more pleasant to be mm-hmm. around. Sure. And so to me, I think that our capacity to love other people comes from our relationship with God. So I always say you have to love God, you have to love yourself, and then love other people. And I think that unfortunately what we do is we skip ourself and we skip God and we just try to love people out of our own need to feel loved and to feel valued. And that leaves us empty and that leaves us in unhealthy relationships so if we choose to love God first and then love ourselves, it allows us to attract something that is more like what God would have for us right. versus just um, being needy mm-hmm. or just being led by our need to feel validated. Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30 year relationship is the genesis for the Rich Relationship Podcast, which is designed to empower individuals with the tools, principles, and the community needed to unpack ourselves, our past, and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. Well, we we really appreciate everyone just hanging out with us during this time. I know we say we try to keep it under 30 minutes because we know everybody has things that that are going on and things that are doing. This is just a brief moment because even though a lot of people are kind of getting back to normal, we're not back to normal yet, yeah. you know, and you don't want to rush it to the point to where you put yourself or the ones you love in harm's way by maybe getting out too soon and those things. Um, so that's why we're actually doing this. This is just a time that we came up with, even though we have a podcast that comes on weekly, we just wanted to say, you know what, as couples, we wanted to give people a little bit of a refuge and things to think about in their relationship, because like we said before, you're probably all TV out and Netflix out and all those right. things, but Guys, football season is back. I know everybody's excited about that. The NBA is going on, so everybody's excited about that, and it's fun to watch. We, and, but as you notice, people adapt. Yeah, people have adapted to the new way of doing. Yeah. yeah, people yeah. have adapted to the new way of doing things. Right. But we can't be too in a rush to get back to a normal that we once knew, because I don't think we're ever going to really go back to the way it was before. So you're going to have to start embracing new things and new way of doing things. And like Renee mentioned at the beginning, COVID has made us really challenged in the area of our relationships. That's the other reason why we do this, because we work with couples on a regular, consistent basis. And this has been a challenging time because you're in close proximity to each other. So I think some things are being revealed. And all the distractions and all all they're all gone. So now you're like, oh, my gosh. And one of the things I was talking to Angela and one of the things I wrote down is that God will not promote us if we don't learn and apply. Mm-hmm. Unlike um, the public school system, God will let you stay in kindergarten until you're 50 years old. And so I think that sometimes it takes things like this to happen for us to be exposed to. And, and marriage is the greatest exposure. It's the greatest classroom because if you think that I'm going to get married and it, marriage is the place where you're going to learn the most about yourself, you're going to learn the most about your spouse, and you're going to learn the most about God. And hopefully, it's in it's God, yourself and your spouse, because if not, marriage can be a very, very turbulent experience 
if Christ is not the center of it. And so we just want to make sure that we are equipping you with tools and providing you with community and making it fun. And so um, hopefully this episode um, of knowing that you're enough has been a time of us really getting it. Uh, one of the things that we normally do during this time is that we normally ask questions. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do that. And we're going to let you guys answer that. In the chat. If you're on the chat, we can see all of the chat that's actually popping up. So if you see us looking down because we're looking at people are are conversating as well. And we don't want to overlook anyone or anything like that. We're glad you're all here. Thanks for being with us on this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast. And we have five gifts to give away tonight. If you guys have received one of the gifts from one of the other episodes, please, 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 in the feed, just let us know. Uh, we actually got, we had someone in our community that is in London. England. And so that was so mm-hmm. cool to go to the post office and send a gift all the way to London, England. So just know that no matter what God has called you to do, while you may be a small piece of the puzzle, God can do great. Because the Bible says it takes a, the faith the size of a mustard seed. So don't underestimate the value of your act of obedience because God can use it to reach people in another country because we had no idea we were going to be doing this no (laughs) we were perfectly content with just doing a podcast and putting that out once a week and being good but we just felt a need to just kind of reach out a little bit more to a community of people who may not listen to us on the podcast and and we have gotten responses from people they hear our voices on the podcast and they probably want to see what we look like because we're in the video age y'all yeah everybody likes to see everybody like yeah they do they do so we try to at least make it at least enjoyable to watch and but we also want to bring value to your relationships and to your life not just hear Gil and Renee talk about a bunch of stuff about this whole relationship thing this is just something it's our passion we you and I love marriage and relationships we can talk about it all day long 365 days a week all day long I mean it's, it's what we love and so we realize that we don't want to make if that's not your thing it's okay everyone has a gift and a mantle you'll know that you're doing what God's called you to do when you can do it and never tire of it. Right. And so we're going to play this game. Um, if I'm going to have, I'm going to have you to ask the question. Normally, um, <laughs> she put me on the spot because I have no questions right now. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you're going to have, you, you think of something, but I'm sure you can think of something. <laughs> well, you know, I'll do it this week. Okay. So I want you, um, we're going to, we have five gifts to give away. So we have, and the cup says, I am more than enough. Because it's so important for us to know that we are more than enough in Christ Jesus. It's not what we look like. It's not what we have. It's not what we drive. It's our relationship with Christ that makes us more than enough. And so we have five, we have three cups to give away. Um, I kind of mentioned it briefly. Right now, a lot of people are experiencing loss. Loss. People are having people to pass away. That's the difference between when you understand your life is not just your own. And the greatest way to feel a sense of purpose and when you're, is when you're serving others. And so I really appreciate you being with us. We want to give away this book too. It's called Finding Joy in the Journey. Um, Gil and I were a part of this anthology and we wrote in it. And so we want to give this away because we want to help you to realize it's okay not to be okay. Sometimes as Christians, we feel like we have to have it all together. Or even we, just people. Yeah, we have to always be mm-hmm. smiling and everything has to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. Because there's a difference between mourning and grieving. And so many times we know how to mourn or just to walk away. But very few of us have been taught how to lament, how to sit in the feeling of loss and let ourselves feel it so that we can let go and so that we can move on. And so we're going to give this book away. 
And then we're also going to give away this book. Um, it's Tragedy to Majesty. It's the Thank first you for book listening. I wrote. Thank you for your this investment is the pandemic version, so it's been updated and, and revised. And so um, it would be a really good way to just kind of just have some time with the Lord. That's something we need to be doing every day. Another way to make sure you know you're enough is because whatever you do first is your priority. And whatever your priority is is where the source of your strength comes from. So that's another way to know how do you know if you're making God your priority. What's the first thing you do? What's the last thing you do? Who's the first and person you run to when something goes on? So that's just some of the things you can kind of check about. So I want to, the question I want to ask, you have questions about it? Actually, I have a, a actually, it's not so much a question as much as it is something to do. If you have listened to our podcast, all you have to do, and this will be for the three people on the bottle. How about that? Okay, that's good. Put in the chat on whichever platform you're from or listening to us from right now or even in the feed after this airs, is what was your favorite episode and why? So from our podcast, Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, what was your favorite episode and why? And you put that, the first three that do that, we'll get the water bottles mailed to them. Yes. And make sure you include inboxes with your email, or not your physical. your email address, but also your physical address that yes. we can mail it out to you. Yes. How about that? That's a good one. Okay. Okay. And so then another one is, I'll, I'll make it really sure. easy. If you have had a child or a parent to die or pass away in this past month, I'll give this book to the first person who actually responds. So we have one of these books to give away. And for this one, the first person who, who actually holds a, a watch party for this episode We'll give them this book. See, so because we are coming up on the end of the time that we usually set aside to do this, we just wanted to make it more actionable to where yeah. you can just put it in the feed on your platform that you're watching or listening to the episode from. And so remember this episode, this week we talked about knowing you're more than enough. We hope you leave this time together knowing that your identity in Christ is the greatest sense of your strength, your greatest strength of your purpose, and it's unshakable. You can't own it, afford it, and you can't buy it because it's a free gift from Jesus Christ. So we're going to pray, and um, that's, we're going to pray out. Father, we are so very, very grateful for your spirit living and moving and breathing in us. Father, we thank you for your word, that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto your path. Father, thank you for the simple ways and the magnificent ways that you use us to be a display of your splendor. Father, I pray that you would heal the brokenhearted. Father, I pray right now for your healing power operating in the lives of every single person who hears this podcast or watches spends time with us during this live feed. Father, I thank you that you're using technology to bring glory to yourself. Father, thank you for us allowing our lives to just be a place where people can just learn and grow as we learn and grow about you. Father, we love you. Father, we glorify you. Father, thank you that you give us worship and that you give us healing and purpose, Father. Thank you that while, although we walk through the shadow of the valley of death, we will fear no evil because your word is a staff and it is it protects us. It's a shield. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray. Be blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, 
please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!